Hello, my name is Noelle Diane Johnson, and this is Healing Spaces, the Artist Heal podcast. Artist Heal creates healing and care spaces for collaborative art making. And here we discuss collaborative art making, elements to create healing and care spaces, and pathways that allow art makers and creativity to thrive. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're new, welcome. And if you are returning, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm so grateful to be here with you all. Um, This is episode two of Healing Spaces, the Artist Heal podcast. I'm super excited to be coming to you um, this afternoon for me. And this episode is called Philly's Finest. Philly's Finest. This episode is going to talk a little bit about um, why and how I finally came to the conclusion that Artists Heal was supposed to be a company based in um, specifically creating healing and care spaces, but creating healing and care spaces in the greater Philadelphia region. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, I've mentioned and you know, stand by that I hope that this work does reach far and wide. Um, eventually as I continue to grow and develop these practices and and methods. But it came to me uh, very shortly before I, you know, launched the website and really started to share out this information that this was for Philly, that this was for Philly. This was for my Philadelphia community. Um, There's something so special about this city. There's something so special that this city has given me. I've been living in Philadelphia for um, almost 11 years now. And this episode is going to be just a little teeny tiny baby love letter to Philadelphia um, and why I think this work is so important to be done here in this city, particularly for the arts and culture sector here. Um, in this region. So just to start it out, talking a little bit about my experience, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm going to talk to y'all a little bit about um, how I got here. And one thing I'm starting to realize when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and, you know, getting these methods and these practices out and kind of just launching out and doing these things that, um, For me to be able to create the healing and care spaces and the environments that I feel like healing and care and emotional support can take place in, it's requiring my own healing. It's requiring my own vulnerability. Um, My business and my mission can only grow as much as I'm willing to heal, as much as I'm willing to kind of talk about and face my own stuff. So... I'm here to talk about Artist Heal and I'm here to share space with folks, but y'all are going to get the real from me. Y'all are going to get some um, of my story as it relates to Artist Heal. So Philly, 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 what's my story for Philly? How did I end up in Philadelphia? Um, I was drawn to Philadelphia even as a, even as a young little girl, like I don't even, I can't even explain. I don't know what it was or what exactly it was. Um, Always into the arts, always super artistic. I'm going to be really vulnerable and just tell you, you know, little seven-year-old Noelle watching Jill Scott's getting in the way video, her walking up and down the streets of North Philly, um, 
you know, I knew, I knew sitting, watching uh, videos on BET, like just the reruns when there was nothing else to watch after school, getting home from school and being like, wow, that's, that's where I'm supposed to be. And I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of kidding, but I'm mostly not kidding. Um, that's real. That's really real. Uh, watching Jill and her head wrap and her brown lipstick and her hoop earrings. So I do believe in, um, you know, I believe that my creator made me. I believe that my creator made me creative. And I do think that there was something implanted in me uh, that was kind of drawing me to the city for a really, really long time since I was a, a young, young person. And I remember when it was time for me to leave home to go to college, um, I had applied to all of these different schools, not not too many different schools, but I applied to quite a few schools and I had gotten, you know, scholarships to some and and acceptances and had, you know, better offers at multiple different schools. And I decided that I wanted to go to the school in Philadelphia, I wanted to go to Temple University. I went to Temple University TU, Temple Made. Um and there was no real reason. There was no real reason for me to choose Temple over any of the other schools that I had these really awesome scholarships from or that I had these other acceptances from. But there was something about this city that was drawing me here. Um, I knew I wanted to do theater. I knew I wanted to be a part of the arts. I knew I wanted to um, go to a school and be in an institution where I felt like demographically things were mixed up a little bit. I didn't want to go to, um, you know, a college in the middle of nowhere. And I didn't really want to go to HBCU either. I wanted to go somewhere where I felt I could be connected to all things, all people. And there are benefits to all of these things. This is not, you know, a dig at any other school or anybody else's choices, but that's just kind of how I felt. And I got to Philly and I never turned back. I literally came to Philly to go to school and this has been, um, this has been it. And, you know, sometimes things are just bigger than you and you have to kind of listen and move forth in faith and obedience. And I think that that's something that I was doing before I even realized that, that I was doing, uh, when I moved to Philly. So I'm here, I'm in Philadelphia, I'm in school, I'm doing theater in school, I'm doing the arts in school, and my world in Philadelphia was really, really small in the beginning. I kind of stayed close to campus, I kind of stayed close to my friends, and slowly, slowly, slowly um, started to kind of expand and explore the city. And there really is, I'm from DC originally, so DC will always be home. Whenever I go back home, it, it feels like home. There's something about, um, there's something about getting to DC. There's something about being in DC for me that I'm like, oh, I'm home. You just get that feeling. But there's really, really no place like Philadelphia. And Philadelphia has become such, like holds heart space for me. Um, the art scene, the music scene, um, all of the things that are available in the city. And I always say, you know, I was born in DC, I was raised in Maryland, but I was cultivated in Philadelphia. So 
a beautiful, loving, warm, and welcoming city, but as someone that grew up in Maryland, more of a Southern state, and I just, if anyone, you know, my friends know me, I'm, I can be kind of, I can be, you know, boisterous and, and fun and all of that, but I'm really kind of a soft spoken, more sweet person. And when I came to Philadelphia, it definitely was a, an adjustment. It was an adjustment. I, I always felt like people were yelling at me. I always felt like, <laughs> it's like, whoa, like, what is this, you know? But I love that about Philly. It's like, you know, it's a hoagie. It's, it's Wawa. It is what it is. Like Philly is what it is. And it's very unapologetic about being Philly. And um, I say I was cultivated in Philadelphia because Philly embraced me. Philly loved me. Philly um, cultured me. Philly grew me up. And, you know, it also gave me some tough love. You know, it, it roughed me up in the best way. It, it really got my skin tough. Um, academically, artistically, as a person. Um, I believe that one of the reasons I've even been able to start this endeavor of entrepreneurship and starting a business and really pursuing something that hasn't been, um, the path hasn't always been so straight and the path hasn't always been so obvious to me is because of my time in Philadelphia, because I have lived all over the city, because I've kind of like, you know, just gritty, gritty, gritty. Yep. Just the grit, the grit that comes from being in this city and living in this city and kind of getting it in your bones and moving through. Um, so yeah, I, I experienced in this city, the, the joys and something that I'm also learning on this, on this path and this journey of mine is that, you know, joy and grief are intertwined. They cannot be separated from one another. They are one, almost one in the same. Um, so anytime I allow myself to feel a little bit of joy, it's usually followed very quickly by a little bit of grief and so on and so forth. Um, and that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful journey. And that's something that Philadelphia has really allowed me to experience. And maybe I would have experienced that throughout my 20s anyway. But for me, I experienced it here in Philadelphia. And the theater community and the artistic community really cultivated me and allowed me to explore and get to know and see things that... Um, and, and put me on a world stage, like kind of opened me up, gave me a very gentle, uh, a very gentle, accessible portal to see the world, to see the world through an artistic lens, living in Philadelphia, being in Philadelphia for as long as I've been. Um, so yeah, Philly taught me, uh, how to navigate and that I might get knocked down. You know what I mean? I might get knocked down, but I'm, I'm not going to fold. I'm never going to fold. Um, I'm always going to get back up. And um, I'm so grateful to this city. I'm so grateful to the city. I'm so grateful to the people that I've met in this city. Um, I love my Philly folk. I love y'all. I do. And part of what I'm doing with Artists Heal is to... I really want to create a shift in the culture. I really want to create a shift in the artistic community and pour into the arts and culture sector in Philadelphia because I think sometimes when you live in Philadelphia, for my folks listening from outside of Philadelphia, um, 
I feel like this is something that you may notice, but when you when you live in Philadelphia or even in your own personal healing, because that's a part of what we were what we're talking about too with artist heal is when you're doing your own healing on your own your own when you're on your own journey and you're on your own growth path, sometimes it can be really difficult to get perspective on yourself and how far you've come or where you're headed or where you're going or how much you've grown because you're inside of it, because you're inside of yourself, you're inside of your own healing, you're inside of your own growth. So if you haven't seen someone in a long time or you know, if you're working on an art piece or working on a show or developing something and someone from the outside kind of says, oh, I see what you're doing or wow, you've grown so much. Sometimes it can be a surprise because you are inside of yourself. It can be really difficult to get that perspective. And sometimes I feel like that happens to folks living in Philadelphia. I know that happens to me and it wasn't until I started to travel and, uh, you know, by the grace of God, had the opportunity to start really traveling and doing art outside of the city and kind of having Philadelphia and my home here and my community here be my grounding and my touch base, but also, you know, through the pandemic, be able to jump on Zoom and travel somewhere or do a show here, do a show there and realize how, you know, Philly I am. You know what I mean? When I go to New York, they're like, oh, Philly, you're Philly. You know, they call me Philly. Even when I go back home now, my family's like, oh, you're a Philly girl now. Like it's, you've transitioned. There's something, there's something about this city. There's something that has um, kind of poured into me and marinated into me that, that identifies me as a, as a Philly girl. You know what I mean? And I wear that so proudly. Um, I love this city with all my heart and I'm so, so grateful. So yeah. Getting the perspective, getting the perspective. And um, I think that one of the things that maybe escapes Philadelphia artists or folks that are from Philadelphia or folks that really live, love, work in Philadelphia is how impactful the arts and culture sector can be to the world. Um, that arts and culture in Philadelphia really does have a place on the world stage. And I think that if we as a community, the greater Philadelphia region, take it upon ourselves to shift the culture, to create a healing and care space, to create environments that prioritize marginalized and vulnerable communities, we can really make a change in the world. You know, it starts with you. When you start to do something, that's the best example. That's the way that we that's the way that we shift the industry industry. That's the way that we shift the culture. That's the way that we shift the way that we do art. Um, and Philly has such a unique way about it anyway. It's it's such an opportunity. It gives us so much room and so much space to shift our culture here in the city and shift the way that we do things in Philadelphia to start to make a shift in the um, in the arts and culture sector worldwide, internationally. Um, and another thing that I've, you know, really started to get, pers get perspective on during um, this time is how much Philadelphia relies on the arts and culture sector, how big of a deal the arts and culture sector is in Philadelphia. Um, I'll speak for myself, but 
It took me a really long time as an artist. It took me a really long time, first of all, to even consider myself an artist. It took me a really long time to even, and that's through my healing and my growth, right? It took me a long time to stop judging myself uh, for being an artist. It took me a really long time to be able to just stand in my identity as an artist to say, this is who I am. This is what I love. This is what I do. And I'm not sorry for it. You know, I'm not sorry for this. Um, it took a lot, but I, I feel like I'm finally arriving and I'm, I'm excited to continue to grow into that. But there's something that has happened now that I'm willing to admit. And now that I, um, you know, even even kind of just embracing Philadelphia for me it took me a long time to really embrace Philadelphia. I saw people in my life. I saw friends and and um, colleagues and peers go to L.A. and go to New York and travel all over the world and have these kind of like more national, international platforms. And I used to feel like, you know, am I thinking too small? Am I am I, you know, covering my light? Like what is what is. I used to think that there was something wrong with me that I didn't want to leave Philadelphia or that I felt at home in Philadelphia or that I was building my career in Philadelphia like it wasn't big enough or wasn't good enough. And that's that's no one ever said that to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even know where that came from. Um, I'm sure as I continue to heal, it will surface. But realizing as an artist, this is not necessarily a disadvantage. Um, it's not a disadvantage to be an artist. It's not a thing that makes me less than. Um, it's actually an asset. It's actually something that I really embrace. It's actually one of the things about me that is an asset. And um, as we all know, or as we will talk about in this podcast, capitalism, you know, art, what does it mean to be a collaborative art maker that makes art for consumption, right? And when we create healing and care spaces for collaborative art making, one of the things that I've really wanted to focus on and one of the things that is a top priority for me in this work that I'm doing is I believe that when we create a healing and care space, uh, within the communities that create that are creating art, not only can it help heal the folks that are doing the art, but it can also help heal the audiences. Because when we create good medicine, when we create good energy, when we create a positive, healing, caring environment within the work that we're doing, inevitably, the people that consume that art feel that are going to um, be adjacent to that and be able to receive that healing care. Uh, emotionally supported environment because we're taking care of ourselves in that work. So, um, yes, capitalism is an offshoot of white supremacy and it is a continued uh, moment of trying to decipher, you know, how do we continue to dismantle these um systems and structures of white supremacy that are harmful. But I do think it's important to acknowledge how much of an impact, how much of an impact we have as artists, how much of an impact we have as art makers, how much of an impact we have as collaborators 
in the city of Philadelphia or wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this from, your identity and your life as an artist, the work that you do is important, despite what society or culture um, may be telling you. You know, it's it is an important thing. It's 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 life. It's love. It's, you know, creativity. It really does have the power to heal and it has the power to build community. And that's more important in the world. Um, I think I think folks are on the brink of maybe starting to step into that and really understand that. But it gives me so much hope to know um, how important that is and through the pandemic, I think that we really saw the impact of arts and culture, specifically within Philadelphia. So not to jump too much in um, to this, but I do want to share out some statistics from the Greater Philadelphia Cultural Alliance. This analysis was conducted in May 2021 using the results of two COVID-19 surveys conducted in November 2020 and February 2021. This uses baseline figures and models built from the Cultural Alliance's previous studies on economic impact. And this, I just want to give folks a little bit of a perspective on how much the city of Philadelphia um, and therefore our place on the world stage, arts and culture in Philadelphia's place on the world stage was impacted through this pandemic. Um, just for a little bit of a just for a little bit of a perspective. Um, so the economic impact, uh, Philadelphia experienced a, a $2.3 billion loss, and that's billion with a B as in, as in um, beautiful. So just to kind of put that into perspective, that before the pandemic, um, Philadelphia's, the revenue from the economic impact of arts and culture in the city in the city of Philadelphia after the pandemic kind of set in is a 2.3 billion dollar loss. So if you're an artist, if you're an artist and you're participating in the arts and culture sector in Philadelphia and you experienced loss of work or an interruption in your career or an interruption in the art that you may have uh been doing, you were a part of that $2.3 billion loss. That's a huge impact. Sometimes it's difficult when you think about yourself as an individual or, you know, in your in your community, but that's huge. Um, full-time employment, 29,000 uh, lost jobs. And then this also talks about audience spending, $684 million loss in spending. So $684 million worth of, of folks um, were putting their money into the arts, into arts and culture, because it's it feeds, it feeds your spirit, it feeds your soul, it, it lifts you up. Um, and I think that that's so important. I think that's important all over the world. I think that there are other places in the world that maybe understand that correlation and honor that correlation a little bit more. But I just want to give folks perspective of, of of what that looks like in Philadelphia and why, why it is so important to me to focus the work here um, and to start, you know, to start here in my community, to start in the community that's really built me up and raised me up and that I feel connected to and understand um, 
to shift, to really shift, because the mission and the goal with Artist Heal really is to shift the culture. It's to shift the industry. It's to allow the creation of collaborative art making spaces that are healing and caring and emotionally supportive and prioritize the humanity of folks to be the standard. This is what we want to create, the standard. And there is there is a, a long process. This happens in needlepoint moves. As one of my favorite mentors, Lisa Nichols, says, needlepoint moves. This happens in needlepoint moves. Um, but it is the standard. We want to create a culture and an industry and an art sector that it is the standard, that this is the way that we treat folks, that these are the environments that we create in, because we understand how necessary it is for um, us to thrive, for us to thrive as collaborative art makers, artists, audiences, uh, producers, creators. So that's that's the love letter, y'all. That's the love letter, just to talk about Philly for a little bit. Um, I could talk about Philly all day, to be honest. I continue to be so grateful to be a part of this community and a part of the city. And I really do hope that through this podcast and through the work that I'm doing, I can start to share out the beautiful, wonderful, life-changing, soul-altering, um, amazing work that comes out of this city and that comes out of the beautiful souls that live in this city. Um, so that's it for this episode, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me again. This is Healing Spaces, the Artist Heal podcast. And as always, I wish you peace and healing. Until next time.